This is the Delivery Space podcast. Whether you're interested in software delivery, business change or transformation, we've got some great content lined up for you. We launch into different areas of project delivery and bring you those insights and experiences that you don't get from a book. Welcome, it's Sharon and Nisha, and this is our collaboration episode with the Agile Coaching Roundtable on personal branding. Hi, Nisha. Hey, Sharon, how are you doing today? Really good, thanks. I'm so happy to have Ramya and Vivek on. Guys, Ramya is an enterprise agile coach. Uh, Vivek is also an agile coach. These guys are partners in life too, um, and they share the same profession um, and support each other, which is awesome. They're also co-hosts of the Agile Coaching Roundtable. And there's a bit of a story as to how this collaboration happened. I was on holiday and listening to one of their amazing episodes. They have some great speakers on, great energy, and their mission, which we'll let you we'll let them tell you about um, in a few seconds is very very similar to the delivery space right Sharon like in terms of sharing um, expertise not of only of our own but of those other experts that we come into contact with that we know that we aspire to um, and people who we learn from within the the space the change the agile transformation space that we maneuver in go for it Sharon absolutely and I think like you said Nisha it's um it's the shared values so I think when we spoke we instantly hit it off didn't we we had a lot in common we share values about delivery about change so it's it's great to have um, this collaboration episode happen and I think our listeners are going to get so much value from it so thank you for being here today thank you so much for this opportunity Nisha and Sharon and we are really excited uh, to have this collaborative episode and uh, as you rightly mentioned, when, uh, when you reached out to us uh, for this collaborative episode, we were all happy and excited. I mean, we definitely were thinking about doing this collaboration and uh, you yourself reached out before we reaching out to you. So it was more uh, exciting. And yes, we do share similar uh, mission or maybe the passion and also the values, right? So yeah, yeah really happy. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I- I'm sure Vivek is uh, also excited to do this. Uh, thank you so much for having us today. It's our pleasure. Ramya, can you tell us a bit more about the mission behind the Agile Coaching Roundtable so that our listeners can get to know a bit about that and, and what that brings to the community as well? Definitely. So the reason why we started this uh, podcast at all, so actually we started this Agile Coaching Roundtable, as, it started as, uh, as a community, small community, wherein we used to have these uh, sessions and discussion happening over Fridays. So it, it was more like a Friday sessions. And then we started doing that uh, for a while, almost like uh, uh, an year or so. And then we thought, what what is that differentiation that we are bringing right so mm-hmm. everyone is doing this friday session now we want to do something else uh, and what uh, better than uh, doing a podcast right because podcast was like really a booming thing especially in india and not many people were doing podcast so and we thought uh, it is all also aligning to our mission of like creating opportunity for ourselves and for others as well wherein uh, through podcast, uh, we are creating opportunities in terms of learning ourselves 
from the first hand uh, like first hand information from the guests themselves and for the listeners they are also getting an opportunity to learn from this podcast and then implement in their work so this way we are creating opportunities for everyone so this is what we thought with an intention of uh, spreading the knowledge sharing the insights and learning from real uh, actual thought leaders of this space so that is the whole idea why we started and this is what our mission is i love it thanks ramia for sharing ramia do you want to kick us off with some of the questions that we can share with our listeners what we're learning so far on our personal branding journey because i know we have loads of thoughts around uh, around that around this 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 little group that we've got here definitely so to begin with uh, i have a very basic question uh, it's uh, that why is personal branding important for us in this change and transformational community why is it so important for us to have personal branding at all you go for it. go for it nisha and then i'll follow on <laughs> okay sure um a it's to stand out one of the things and and that's undeniable because there are lots of voices in the change and transformation space we can be working in very complex environments and i think it's really really important for us to be able to identify the problems that we're solving in this space for clients so it's to stand out is to identify the problems that we're solving and it's also to share the experiences that you're having like all of us have worked on multiple transformations by now we know one is not the same as the next so to be able to share our experiences with confidence be a little be vulnerable to share what didn't work as well and to be able to volunteer that into the community is a massive differentiator i remember sharon invited a wonderful wonderful guest um andrew mccaskill when yeah. we opened up our second season on the podcast and he shared a statistic which Sharon and I were not aware of at that time to only say and Sharon correct me if I get this wrong right there's only one percent of the people that are on LinkedIn that actually post yeah and if you think about how many people within our change and transformation community right if you think about how many people there are if only one percent post the fact that all four of us are posting others within our change and transformation community are also posting massive differentiator right there because we're sharing our learnings go for it Sharon yeah I I totally agree I think definitely it does make you stand out it differentiates you and and like Nisha said what a great way to learn so me myself you know I learn so much from other people on LinkedIn and I kind of get to know who to, who are my go-to people now so I'm like go to that person if I want to know about this or that so it does make you that kind of subject matter expert um you know that that key thought leader that voice where people will look to you for expertise for insights to share your learnings and knowledge that's really important and the other thing is I think you can get to stay on top of any key trends and new innovative solutions to problems so instantly you know you've got a, a free platform really where you can stay on top of um, great solutions new technology new thoughts new thinking so I think it's it's a real important thing that everybody takes the time to build their personal brand and like Nisha mentioned, you're helping the community. It's not just about you, but you're giving back to so many people. So 
yeah, I'll definitely encourage people who are thinking about posting but haven't yet just to go for it and give it a try. Yes, I mean, also just to add to that, what you mentioned, Sharon, and it's a very good platform for one. And also, as Nisha, you mentioned that it gives you an opportunity uh, in a certain way. If I look at it, it gives an opportunity, individual an opportunity to validate their own knowledge, right? I mean, uh, there are so many people out there uh, and we always see that, you know, you, we post something out. Uh, and especially when we talk in Agile, there might be perspectives. Uh, that perspective might be relevant uh, for a given context and it might not be relevant and it gives us an opportunity to understand what the other person is trying to put across and it also gives us an opportunity to validate our own thought process around it yeah i very much agree and i think specifically in the agile space there are so many opinions so many ways of thinking about it but you have to be able to discern what's right for you your environment and the learning path that you're on too right Absolutely. And guys, I've got another question now. So how can professionals in the agile transformation and business change space utilize their expertise to carve out a niche? Okay, I would like to uh, take that up. Uh, see, if we want to share something uh, to the uh, people who are like engaging with us, right? So first of all, we ourselves, uh, as a content creator, we need to identify our niche. It's like, what are we going to share on? It's not that, uh, I mean, uh, we don't uh, come with any preparation. We just go there and put whatever it comes to our mind. There has to be some pattern. Uh, it's like people are definitely going to follow us. Then we should be responsible enough to put out a really useful and meaningful content. So first, we need to identify our uh, niche. And if no, then maybe. You start uh, with whatever little knowledge you have, then you later on maybe in that process uh, identify your niche if you don't have it uh, beforehand. And once you do that, post that, uh, put out the content like cons uh, consistently. It's not that today you have put out something and you say that, oh, I'm not getting followers, I'm not uh, uh, engaging. It has to be a constant thing and you have to be at it no matter you have followers, no matter you have likes. So these are all uh, um, vanity kind of a thing, right? But what's important is what are you giving to the community? So what mm -hmm. is your uh, uh, maybe differentiator that you're going to create? So that is what we need to identify first. And then you start uh, uh, keep posting at it. So it's not necessary that you will have all the information right uh, before you have you post, right? So what happens is, this is what I personally try to do. So I know that my my niche is like, maybe uh, I talk about agile space or maybe I'll talk about leadership space, right? So what I try to do is, I know this is the theme that I'm going to follow. So whatever I learn on the job, uh, it could be like my personal learning or maybe professional learning. I try to post something about that so that, not everyone uh, in this uh, agile space are on the same journey as mine, right? So whatever learnings I have, people would relate or maybe if they are not uh, able to relate, at least they would know, okay, this this could be one of the ways of uh, doing certain things. So for me, identifying your theme or your uh, uniqueness or maybe your USP or uh, your niche and then keep at it consistently. This is how I feel uh, we, we can uh, make our brand more uh, specific. 
And I think that's, um, you mentioned um, working out what your USP is. And I think everybody has something that's unique and individual to them. So you don't, it's not, it's not about copying other people or trying to be like somebody else. So I like the point that you made there, Ramya, about just, just be yourself and share what experience you bring, because each of us have very different experiences, but it will connect with somebody. So I like that point. It's, it's more about the uniqueness that you bring into. Uh, it's not trying to, you know, uh, copy someone, I mean, just be your true self, right? And that is where people really appreciate it. I mean, if you if you try to mimic someone or if you try to just, you know, uh, rephrase or, you know, put across your thoughts in a different way, you know, people will someday realize it. And uh, that is what I think Ramya is trying to put across, you know, have, identify that uniqueness. What What is the best that you can, you know, uh, put across, which will... Uh, present you as a person right uh, and that is what one thing that uh, differentiates and again as the second point which i think you know most of us uh, believe here is like uh, trying to have those engagements in terms of okay what are the number of comments or what are the number of likes or reshares i think those are more of a, a, a byproduct maybe if, if the content is good or if, if the you know the idea or the uh, you know the topic is something uh what most of the people are aligned to, maybe you will get more engagements. Uh, and we also observed it at most of the times if, if, the, if the content is more uh, deeper in, in terms of uh, the thoughts, you might get, you might not get the same amount of engagement, but the intention should not be that, you know, I'm doing it for, for more likes or more, you know, engagement. So that should not be the uh, purpose behind doing it. I love that point. I just wanted to add to that, Vivek, um, that, if you're solving a problem and if you've identified that niche for yourself to solve a specific problem or a range of problems within a specific area for your community, those vanity metrics, you need not worry about them because they will come anyway. So you people will start resonating with the content that you're writing. You'll have people responding to your post saying, I'm really glad you wrote about this or I have an experience I can share as well. And what's better than that? Because what you're doing is you're generating that dialogue with others. It's not just a one way street of you putting stuff out. And then the other thing, um, I think Ramya alluded to this as well, you must also engage on other people's content and add value and share your experiences. Don't be afraid of doing that. Another point that rings true from Andrew McCaskill's podcast that we did, don't just lurk. It's so easy to <laughs> lurk on your feed and not say anything. And look, to be honest, I have a confession to make. When I didn't have the confidence to post or to write or to engage on anyone else's profiles, when my, my, when my um, experience within the Agile space was limited, I was still growing. And I was connecting with others in the community to try and learn and build up my experiences and then build up the confidence to share around what I was finding and some of my observations. So it really comes from connecting with others, understanding what problems you're trying to solve for the community in the agile and transformation space. Um, and even, in, you know, like Sharon's been through similar sort of experiences and then start connecting with others and then start sharing your experiences. Um, that's really the glue that kind of helps you and you also gain from it. It's not a two-way, not one-way street. You also gain by putting things out 
And um, just to follow on from what Nisha said as well, you make some really great connections, you know, like we've connected yes. with you guys and others, yeah. really great people where, you know, you might go and work with a new client and face a, a new situation, a difficult situation. And you think, ah, I've connected with somebody who's been through this before, who's, a, you know, an expert in that field. And you can go and call upon that person to help you out and vice versa. So there's so many rewards when you, you know, you put in the effort to work on your personal brand. Absolutely true. I mean, uh, I really uh, uh, love the point that Nisha, you put across as like having a two-way two -way communication over here. I mean, it makes no sense just to keep on posting uh, on your own, uh, you know, uh, uh, as an individual and not having any kind of other sorts of engagements uh, with, with different yeah. posts because uh, then it, it's, it, it definitely indicates that yeah, maybe this person is all about, you know, uh, just focus on their own and not having those interactions and, in, you know, more of a, a communication is not going to help that uh, individual in that space. I would agree completely, completely. And I've experienced there, I've had direct experience of that. You put, you get what you put out. It's like a gift to get. You have to be able to do that on social media. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and then since we are uh, talking about uh, the LinkedIn engagements, uh, what what are the key elements of a strong LinkedIn profile that uh, immediately grabs a recruiter's attention? What do you guys uh, think about it? Ah, so the first thing that springs to mind for me that um, I've certainly been advised is please make sure you have a photograph. So, you know, at one time I was one of those lurkers that Nisha spoke about and I didn't have the confidence to put a, you know, put a picture on and um, post videos, etc. But it really helps enhance your profile, makes you stand out and give you that human touch if you have a nice, clear photograph. So to all those people who are trying to build their brand and don't yet have a photo, please give it a go. It really does make a big difference. And people want to see what you look like, right? You know, this is about human connection. So take yourself a nice picture and uh, give it a go. So that's my first piece of advice. Sharon, then there's that um, big image that you have um, behind your profile picture on the LinkedIn profile, right? That yeah. image, I would advise people to um, be able to say what you are about as a person. Um, if you care about change and transformation, agile um, is, a, is a passion of yours or bringing agility into business or you published a book, um, you are a speaker at conferences, it would be great for your strengths to shine in that photo, in that picture, so people can tell what you're about. I think that's really important. You had you had another nugget. Sure. Yeah, so the other one is right underneath your name, you've got that section there. So following on from what you said, so if you do voluntary work or, you know, we're all podcasters, we put podcaster in there. If you're a mentor, a speaker, make sure that you think about everything that you do that you want to portray and capture it in that space. Because in just a few simple words, it tells yes. people exactly what you do. I mean, just to add to that, also, I think, uh, apart from that, I think uh, the one key element that uh, people nowadays also try to notice or look into is uh, your volunteering experience. I mean, what are the other things apart from your, uh, you know, your job or your profile or, you know, your work you do uh, in terms of 
whether be it a community service or whether it be something else, uh, I think people also look at uh, that. Uh, and especially when uh, an organization is looking uh, to hire someone from a, a, a space where the engagements are more towards people, where the engagements are more towards, you know, uh, helping out team. Uh, they would definitely like to understand how this person is uh, beyond his uh, uh, work as well. Yeah, I like that. Um, th that reminds me of another call out, Vivek, the about me section. People That's actually it. read your about me section. So please don't go and copy your entire CV into the about me because <laughs> they want to understand your personality, right? They want to understand what makes you tick, um, what makes you get out of bed in the morning, what bits of your job you really enjoy, what gives you that spark um, to, you know, to the to the passions that you you really uh, pursue. And I think you you can use that. It's a big space in your about me section. You can use that. Um, you can put funny bits in it. You can put, you know, use humor to explain why you love the things that you do. Like Vivek said, out not just in your career, but outside of work. Talk about your accomplishments. Um, you really use that about me section to the max, you know, to really give those headlines on on what you feel because people don't want to read your CV twice, do they? And also, I would like to add one more thing, uh, yeah. is the recommendation section. So typically, if you're a recruiter, yeah. you would definitely would want to understand how this person has been working in the past. And that uh, a recommendation uh, can show, show up, right? I mean, if you're really good, you would get a good recommendation. And that would be another way of understanding how that person is working. And especially this is for the recruiters. And also, uh, obviously, I mean, uh, apart from these things, what you share also is what uh, values the most, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, what? how is your engagement like? Whether you are a frequent, uh, I mean, a poster or maybe the content creator or maybe you are just, uh, uh, maybe once a while uh, you just post it. So all these things also matter a lot. But yes, I mean, the points that you have talked about, like be it a background image or actual professional uh, profile pic, the headliner, uh, one-liner headliner, what are you, what is your uh, value addition to this uh, community? And definitely the summary uh, about and recommendations. So these are things uh, really matter a lot. If at least if I were to be the recruiter, these are the things I would notice first in anyone's uh, profile. Yeah, I love that. Also, a point that Sharon and I have to add this is this is really important. And I would say keep it professional. Yeah. You will never look good making somebody else look bad. And one of the things we have some amazing recruiters that Sharon and I know in common mm. and what they confide in us is that one of the things they would look at to get an insight into you and your personality is that comment section. They would not just go to the recommendations and all the things that we think that they would go to. They would go and look at how are you interacting with others on that platform? And that's really telling. And sometimes when you see some of the comments that, yeah, they are unprofessional, some of the comments you would shirk at and go, oh, I would not write this on a public platform. The recruiters and your potential hirers, the companies that you may want to apply for positions with are seeing that. So my other, my, my last hint on, on this question is always keep it professional. I have got another question for you guys. You ready? Right. Yes. 
So how can professionals effectively communicate their unique value proposition through their LinkedIn profile? Uh, this is, I mean, it can't be, uh, I can't say it in, you know, saying that, okay, one needs to do this, 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 and it, it definitely brings a, 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 a definite, a unique value proposition. But again, there are certain things which uh, individuals definitely need to focus or need to do is, uh, starting with a strong headline makes you know or gives a more uh, sense uh, to individuals profile obviously i think when uh, someone visits your profile i think uh, the the headline is where you know they uh, they get to understand uh, you as a person uh, so i believe your uh, headline should be strong and it should definitely uh, uh, stand out in a way that what uh, are your core strengths or maybe what are, you know, in terms of the job profile or in terms of uh, the focus area that you are able to do as of now, what what are the things that you are able to do as of now and what you aspire to do from here on. I think that is what uh, your uh, headline should uh, talk about. And I mean, not only on your LinkedIn profile, even on your, on your uh, CV as well, right? I mean, uh, your headline should definitely speak or definitely give a good presentation of who you as an individual, uh, you know, uh, uh, in terms of what are the things that you would be able to do or how you are going to do that. So that, that should definitely talk about it. I would like to add to this. Uh, one definitely is headline uh, that Vivek spoke about, right? Another thing is, how are you presenting your profile as? What is your profile conveying uh, as? For an example, so if I am speaking about say agile or say leadership or say motivational thing or maybe inspiration whatever it could be so you be uh, consistent in sharing those so once a while here and there if you just miss the boat or maybe share something else that could be fine but then your major chunk of your profile should reflect what you're actually going to bring value to your uh, your target audience one yeah. and it could also uh, i mean what value you're bringing to the customers so if i were to be a recruiter and if if i were to just look at say nisha's profile so i should understand uh, by looking at her profile be it the headline or be it her summary or comment section i should be able to make out okay she brings this uh, expertise or this is her usp so okay the, uh, she can add so and so value for our customers if we recruit her so mm -hmm. basically keeping that thing uh, in mind as in what value you are going to uh, bring into your target audience and your customers is how your profile should reflect so that is something i feel uh, uh, should be the uh, maybe effectively that should communicate through your uh, profile also, the other point that I missed out sharing was as uh, one key element when recruiters try to identify a, a potential you know, candidate uh, on LinkedIn is they also look at uh, the recommendation and the endorsements that you know, that individual has because I think that justifies or that gives a, a good credibility for that individual uh, what what his or her past experience has been uh, and people who have in past worked with this individual uh, what they think or what they share about this individual right so that gives a good uh, uh, background definitely right so that also makes a good difference uh, to an individual's profile yeah social yeah. proofing right yeah Sharon you were going to say 
Yeah, I was just going to say, and for me, it's following on from something Ramya said, it is to have a focus. Just because you can comment on something doesn't mean you necessarily should. So, you know, we could be all on LinkedIn talking about politics, talking about everything that's <laughs> happening in the world. But is that the place to do it? You know, maybe there are other social media platforms better suited if you want to voice your opinion on certain matters. But on LinkedIn, if we are trying to add value and present ourselves in a professional manner, think about your focus area, whether that's agile, PMO, transformation, and just stay in your lane is what Nisha and I kind of say to ourselves. Let's just stay in our lane and maybe we don't need to comment on everything. So yeah, yeah have a bit of a plan in mind is what I'd say. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think one of the points that you guys made just sparked off something in my mind around, you know, you can be a scrum master, you can be an agile coach, you can stand out in so many areas. So Ramya before was talking about niche. I think it was Ramya or Vivek were talking about establishing that niche, right? So I'm a scrum master who loves continuous improvement. And I give back to the community around all sorts of ways in which teams can continuously improve that's a niche for you as a scrum master because within your agile practice that's what gets you out of bed every morning you're always working with your team to look uh, look about uh, and think about ways in which they can continuously improve let's say so a recruiter looking at that can really understand ah so that's how um, Vivek links with his teams that's how Vivek really helps spark the team performance and really helps amp that up that's Vivek's thing like Sharon she was an agile coach. Her specialism could be in, I specialize in coaching executive leadership so that they can have the right values and behaviors and be able to, you know, encourage their team and inspire their team to um, follow those so that they can achieve the change that they want to. Like it's possible to stand out. I think you just need to do that deep thinking to say, in your area, what really, really drives you? Where do you want to see yourself excel? And then follow that path through. And it, it comes, but you need, I, one of you guys said, it doesn't come overnight. You need to spend time thinking about it. This personal brand term is banded about a lot, but what's always not accounted for is the time that goes in to building that brand it's not an overnight thing and it's it, you need to think about it put some serious thought because it represents you mm. good point so since we are talking about this uh personal branding and building it uh over time right so i yeah. have uh this question i mean curious question though we all of us have maybe touched upon it uh, in our previous conversations but if you can just uh, flex more on this uh, is like I mean what role does this content creation and sharing play in building personal brand on LinkedIn so I'm, I'm sure that all of us in some way or the other are like content creators let's take that uh, pat on our back and let's not shy away from that yes we we are like content creators so how does that thing uh, help us in building our personal branding? I think from my perspective, it's kind of critical really because the content that you're putting out, you're, you're showing your expertise, what your values are, what you stand for, what you're about to your community, your clients, your peers. So I think without putting out any kind of content, 
I think it would be quite difficult um, to, to, to really show to people what you're about. And, you know, there are many different types of content. Some people um, prefer um, written posts. Some people like the short video types of content. And all of us, we do a mixture of all of those things. But I'd encourage you to explore the different types of content. And definitely, again, just give it a go. It does work. It does pay off over time. Um, Nisha's touched on it. But, you know, I was one of those lurkers. I didn't like to turn the video on <laughs> and look at us all here now. You know, we're, we're now a lot more comfortable having the video on us. It does work. It does let people know who you are, what you stand for. And you can show, you know, this is shared amongst your potential clients. And you never know who's looking and watching for somebody with your expertise. So I would encourage anyone that wants to build a personal brand to just go for it and have a go at creating some kind of content. And it's fun. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be boring. Yeah. It is fun. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it, right? You can create yes. it with a bit of humor. You, I love that you, you said that. It doesn't need to be a serious thing. Yes, there are occasions for serious content, but you can really have fun with it. Like, um, you know, we're, we're planning um, sessions on, on the podcast for Scrum Master Screw-Ups. You know, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there, right? We've all made and learned our lessons. And being vulnerable, having that humor, but remembering that it showcases your experience. And everybody, that's one thing that we've got to think about in sharing our experiences. There's only so much that someone can get from a CV, right? But you expressing your experience in another way. This is what I've learned. This is a challenge that I had with a workshop I facilitated, for example. You know, this is how I overcame it. Um, does that, anyone else have problems in this area? Does it, can anyone share learnings in this area? You know, polls as well. LinkedIn has got polls. And I know, Ramya, you've used them from time to time. So have I. Sometimes you've got to think people are sometimes are time poor, right? Scrum Masters, Agile Coaches, we spend a lot of time, time with our teams. Sometimes the only point that I can get to engage on LinkedIn is either early in the morning or late in the evening after you've done like your day's work, right? So having, if you're time poor, but you still want to engage with people that you built a connection with on LinkedIn, scrolling up and down, have it, making quick choices on a poll that resonates with you is also a bit of engagement and then you can always write to that person afterwards and say I loved your poll this is what I, th I felt about some of the choices this is what what I thought about and engage on that there's so many ways to engage like the possibilities are are endless and polls are a good way to really get a good uh, feeling about you know some of the content you're putting out there we used one not so long ago that you know we shared with you guys and we got imaginative we didn't have the linkedin poll but we used it within a post right to say you know what other ways can the delivery space deliver its content should we have a live should we have like a roving report from some of the events that we could go to different things like that it gets people thinking about oh yeah okay so the delivery space thinking about branching out stuff like that it's, it's just it builds that engagement that interest in your brand yes and uh, definitely i would like to uh, extend to what uh, sharon was uh, she was trying to put together i mean this is this is my personal experience when we talk about a uh, personal brand i mean uh, as an individual i mean what is my personality i mean i, I uh, and i am i'm a kind of an introvert and i'm 
I would say it as a selective introvert over here because yeah. uh, I don't like to engage with everyone, uh, and that is the reason uh, I believe the reason me getting it along with you know getting uh, into that podcasting thing with Ramya, I was literally dragged into it. The reason I wanted to get into it is like I wanted to get away from that you know that uh, thought process that I don't want to be an introvert. I I mean I'm not saying that introverts are not good or but I wanted to you know change the way I look at things. I wanted to explore. I wanted to you know come out in open to talk about more uh, openly about it and also in a certain way when we when we put across on linkedin uh, anything you know in a certain way uh, even if it's a comment uh, the second part also is about you know in a certain way uh, when it comes to branding is like being consistent enough and again for me is like i have always seen that consistency is something where i lag or i i don't see myself engaging in the right way and I know that it's it's one of the shortcomings for me, and I need to improve on it. So so when it's when it comes up to the personal branding, how are the how is it helping you to move from one space to another space? And I that is where I think this it, as an individual when I reflect to it, I think this is where it helps me from a personal branding place. Yeah, I like that. I like that you shared your journey, Vivek, from turning into like yeah, being turning into someone who does share. And despite the the fact that you say you're a, well, how did you get a selective introvert, but still someone that really needs yes. to in, gain back the energy that you give out, right? During like team interactions and stuff like that. But you're still going ahead and putting yourself on that podcast. I'd love to have been a fly on the wall when Ramya first told you about that idea. Um, <laughs> Uh, and see what Vivek's reaction should be. But I think also this is a good time for us to share with our audience that me and Vivek have a deal going, right? So Vivek posts, yes. Vivek always messages me to say, Nisha, my post is out. And I'm like, darn it. I got to get another one out now <laughs> because we've got that deal going between nice. us. But it also, I love that because it forces me to share stuff from my experience. What am I experiencing during the day? What it helps me stay in the present as well. Like, yeah, you know, what did I gain from my interaction with my team or my manager when we were discussing something in terms of a bit of client work? What did I really get? What did I get from my conversation with my coaches at And Digital or my mentors at And Digital, someone I spoke with? It keeps me in the present to start looking for these things that I'm really taking for granted that I'm that are coming to me, amazing bits of experience and knowledge that are coming to me every single day in my interaction. So yeah, thanks for that, Vivek. High five, man, for being <laughs> my part my partner in content creation. Yes, and also again, it it brings in uh, a commitment, right? I mean, we both are committed. We we agreed to it. Uh, we are accountable towards it, and we are committed to it. And it's like in a certain way, we we are pushing each other to to you know take that next step, right? So that's that. yeah. And as of now, I think I'm enjoying it, uh, and I'm not sure how long I will continue doing that. You will be back. Trust me. I... We'll make it fun. Rami is on to you if you're not right. <laughs> I am uh, literally reminding him like, you know what, today is your turn. You better get some content out so that Nisha can uh, get another one. And also I would like to add uh, to this uh, uh, content, uh, personal branding through content creation, right? So maybe two other ways uh, I would, uh, so maybe one uh, other way of doing it is using hashtags. So if you mm. want to create your personal branding, so this is what, 
we have been uh, doing it uh, because one of my uh, friend who is into marketing uh he told me that you know what if you want to uh see how many people are engaging to your content or maybe how many uh people are liking your stuff uh, not through the likes and comments maybe you want to create your unique uh, uniqueness by having that uh, hashtags so i started mm-hmm. using my uh, maybe acrt hashtag and I, i force actually vivek to use that hashtag as well so that we know that this is a content put out by uh, acrt and uh, also to add uh, to what sharon has mentioned right she talked about having fun right so yeah. and as you mentioned uh, nisha it's not always necessary that we should put out all the serious content out and we should always preach people right so to just break that myth we started using that uh, friday fun thing where we are coming up with a acrt agile memes so that uh, we share some maybe anti patterns or maybe some of the uh, uh challenges that scrum masters face through a fun meme right so that was another uh, conscious thing that we started doing uh, to just build this thing um, uh, personal branding so i think these are the ways uh, we can you uh, make use of our content creation to build our uh, personal branding Yeah, I enjoyed those. I see like either Vivek or Ramya playing good cop, bad cop in there. Someone, <laughs> someone's playing that role of I don't quite get this agile way of working properly. Should we do it like this? And there's always that slant to either move back to structured project management or some with one of you, one of the avatars that you put on your Friday memes. I love the fact that you use the two of you on it. because you know then no one can take offense to it but what you're doing is drawing two opposing opinions like that these anti patterns do exist and they're common right uh, absolutely yes uh, that's how uh, i mean that's the whole intention of doing uh, we both of us using our own avatars is that no one should get offended because yeah everyone is like sailing in the same boat and everyone uh, has got their own perspective we could be right we could be wrong but just have fun with it right there is no harm in having fun so that's the whole idea of doing that and i do feel there would be someone or the other who will get uh, hurt with whatever we put out especially like people outside agile would feel bad about it but the whole intention of doing is uh, not to hurt someone to just get that humor out uh, and create awareness right so that is a, a fun way of creating awareness as well so not necessarily we preach every time so even with fun as a element uh, we can create that awareness so final question then can some of you share some success stories or incidents where you've leveraged linkedin to secure an exciting job opportunity or helped you in your personal life oh there are so many if i have to <laughs> start with uh, i mean obviously if i have to go and list it would be a big uh, list and it it would take the entire podcast uh, i would say so just uh, keeping it to minimal uh, one of the biggest um, story success story or uh, or maybe the benefit i would say let's not call it as a success story because we are still in that journey is doing this podcast imagine if if i were not on linkedin and i ever no i was not doing any engagement or maybe i am not putting out that content i would have never mustered that courage to come up with this podcast idea along with vivek 
and uh, to reach out to people i mean obviously there are many rejections that we face i mean not everyone is okay to come on, come on board to this podcast and do do a, a kind of a, a session with us right uh, so whatever it may be i mean if we going out reaching out to people and not just any other person right we are reaching out to thought leaders of agile space and maybe uh, in the leadership space right so reaching out to such big people authors thought leaders and uh, who's who of this uh, agile space and to be able to uh, come in the same frame as them get insights from them and get so much of learning it would have not possible without me or vivek doing that engagement over linkedin so this mm-hmm. is one of the biggest uh, stand out moments for me uh, my benefit uh, i would say uh, through linkedin and second one i would uh, like to mention is that uh, this is a change that i have seen actually so earlier uh, i think i have started doing this engagement uh, from late 2019 or maybe i think uh, 2020 i would say mid uh, let's let me uh, say mid 2020 is when i have started doing this actively so before that i had to reach out to people for job uh, opportunities so i i used to uh, apply on uh, different different job portals and i used to reach out to people could you please refer me uh, could you please help me with this uh, i see this so and so opportunity in your company would you mind referring me i used to literally go and reach out to people now tables are turned now recruiters reach out to me saying that we have this opportunity would you like to uh, maybe give it a try or maybe uh, someone uh, i mean i with this engagement there are people who are reaching out to me saying that there is this opportunity within our organization if you could just share in your network so that many people would benefit i mean hmm. that blew my mind i think i don't think uh, if i were to not do this engagement i would have got this opportunity to uh, leverage that platform so that i can share such opportunities with people and recruiters reaching out to me this was something i never thought now people don't even ask my resume uh, could you share your resume they just ping me uh, over message messenger linkedin messenger and they ask me would you like to apply for this position we feel you are a right fit i mean this is something a big thing for me apart from the podcast thing and another i would like to share maybe people even reach out uh, to us uh, say collaborating uh, with one another right so you guys have uh, collaborated with us so that is another thing and people come to us uh, for asking for maybe conducting trainings would you like to conduct trainings uh, would you like to do corporate trainings or maybe would you like to participate as a speaker uh, in so and so conferences so these are the opportunities and as i mentioned i can go on and on but these are the opp- opportunities that especially i have got only through uh, linkedin engagement mm-hmm. uh, vivek uh, your take just to extend to that ramay i think uh, it might not be a direct uh, opportunity right i mean saying that okay i i got a job opportunity but then uh, linkedin opens up different networks for you maybe even tomorrow if uh, either of us looking for opportunity i mean it just uh, sending out uh, a message to everyone within the community saying that you know what i'm i'm looking for opportunities if there are someone just refer and i think people would be much more open to do that right because they know you as a person they they have 
maybe virtually interacted with you uh, they know you as a personality and then i think that makes it much more easier rather than you know uh, referring someone who, who i mean they have never interacted with right so that maybe as of now standing today it might not give you an opportunity but whenever it is required you know this network can be leveraged to get an opportunity for yourself so that is what i feel about it yeah i just that i have to add and i have to share a really funny story like you you guys are looking at someone who is scared of emailing a recruiter on linkedin or leaving those voice messages and i used to talk to a recruiter friend um a mutual friend of sharon and i and say oh you're saying that you ha- i have to leave voice messages now to reach out to recruiters <laughs> to kind of stand out to um you know so that they can hear my voice like i can't do that what saying i can't leave that voice message i was so shy um he encouraged me and i got my strength and my confidence slowly by doing that and exactly as you said both of you um the tables have turned where yeah you get approached because people can see evidence of your work online so i think that it it can be such a beneficial thing you just need to develop that courage um get an accountability buddy like Vivek is for me um and just be a little bit more disciplined by getting your content out there and one really important point as you start developing um an audience and your reach widens on linkedin ramya you mentioned something really really important that i do want to emphasize is that you can help others now is a time within our agile community our business change community where a lot of our colleagues are looking for roles a lot of scrum masters a lot of agile coaches we see that every single day so the amount of help and exposure you can give to others really really good talent within our community colleagues that we know are available the better right we can do stuff to help help colleagues um, who need to get back out there again and i think that's so important isn't it because we are a community and as much yes. as as we receive you know we should look after our peers and and help people along the journey and for me that's what makes it so rewarding you know we we all collectively put a lot into helping people and in return i've had some amazing help from people who have mentored me whose fees i to be quite honest i probably couldn't afford <laughs> And they, they've done it at the goodness of their heart because our values aligned and they were able to see what my values were through LinkedIn. And equally, Nisha, you're the same. I know people have reached out to us to also ask for mentorship, coaching. Yes. Can you help me with this interview preparation? And we've done that as well and, you know, help people go on to get other opportunities. And it's really rewarding. So it's such a great platform. You get a lot from it when you put into it. Yeah, and one last thing I would like to just uh, add to this is when this happened uh, last night. I mean, I took by surprise uh, with this gesture of uh, someone Vivek knows about it. Uh, I mean, uh, I would not like to take a name, uh, but then someone reached out to me uh, just to tell me that uh, you do a lot of coaching for the scrum masters and you uh, share so much content, right? So I think you should be taking up a PSD and if you need any mentorship for that PSD, uh, just be sure that I'm here. I mean, for me, this was like a biggest thing. I never reached out to that person and that person reached out to me just to offer mentorship uh, so that I could uh, do my uh, PSD journey. 
i have never put out any content on that uh, saying that i'm looking out for a, uh, i'm looking uh, on to this journey and i need mentorship but someone reached out to me saying that you know what i think you should take up psd and i would be uh, there to mentor you in that journey so this is also happened because of a linkedin engagement that is fantastic oh. ramya wow. i bet you went to bed yesterday evening smiling from ear to ear i, I bet you yes. that made you feel fantastic right yes yes well thank you so much vivek and ramya for joining us today we have really enjoyed your company and we hope that we can collaborate at some point in the not too distant future thank you nisha and sharon for having or maybe bringing up this idea uh, it was really exciting especially for us and also it, uh, the experience was amazing uh, we definitely learned few things from both of you and again not restricted to the to the uh, podcast but again uh, the approach that you guys have towards you know doing it more of a professional way so we really enjoyed it and yeah this was an amazing experience for us and we would love to do such kind of things more in future Awesome. Thank you, Ramya. Thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And uh, I would, uh, I mean, cherish this uh, podcast for sure, because this is our first collaboration, uh, so to speak, and uh, first video collaboration. So we are, yeah. we are used to doing audio podcasts and uh, doing a video was always in our bucket list and we are still trying our ways to get that video out. And uh, so this is kind of an imposter thing that we both were having, whether to do this video or not, how do we do that, how to look professional and this and that. And you guys came up with this idea and we couldn't resist. And thank you so much for choosing us for the for your first collaboration video and looking forward to more such videos with more interesting topics and uh, thank you again for this opportunity and we really enjoyed doing this we enjoyed it a lot as well uh, ramya and vivek and this will be the first of many collaborations for all of us i'm sure thanks guys for watching and for listening make sure you follow us on our socials so you don't miss out on great speakers and great episodes just like this bye for now Bye.